0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See bball B ball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: Welcome in to the BGN Radio Instant Reaction Post whooping Show and finally we are here but i don't think a lot of people thought this was possible to have a complete game that the philadelphia eagles just exhibited out in detroit and yes the detroit lions remain winless and yes they may struggle to score even against georgia but you know what the philadelphia eagles needed that game it was really a lose-lose scenario where they had to win this game no matter what and people would fall back on it being detroit Or if they lost, it would just have gotten worse. All of the things that have just been compounded, the negative things. So they found a third way. They found an angle that I don't think many people were even talking about, which is if you go out and flatten the Lions that awful, bad football team, the way in which Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts, and everybody else who touched the football on the ground, Jonathan Gannon to Fletcher Cox and hargrave right through the special teams, the way in which they manhandle Detroit, well, it leaves a little less wiggle room for, uh, it's only the Lions. Look, as much as we have been upset and complained, Jess is in the house, Rachel's coming with some tweets as well, as much as we have all sat here and been disgusted, at times, like physically ill at times. Yeah, Jess, it's the Lions and all this other stuff, but it's not a 27 24 victory. That was an absolute ass whooping and it was nice to see.
2: It was just nice to, I don't care. I mean, I understand the, it's just the Lions, but they did what they were supposed to do against a team that is now 0-8, was 0-7 going into today. It was just really nice to not have my blood pressure rise, be super anxious the whole time, and just be downright miserable and hating myself for sitting there and wasting three hours of my time. So it was nice to just enjoy my morning and then enjoy my early afternoon. And I don't have to be angry and miserable throughout the rest of my Sunday. The game ended earlier than expected because everybody ran the ball and it was lovely to see. It's only 4.03 right now. I've got the whole rest of my day to not be miserable. It's a great day.
1: You have sunlight to take advantage of right now. It's not In darkness, right?
2: Usually they end a game and it's almost 5 p.m. and it's dark and sad. And last week it was, you know, it was like eat dinner and go to bed. That was all we had left to do. And it was, it was sad.
1: It was like a punishment, right? Eat your dinner and go to bed.
2: Right. The Eagles lost, eat your dinner and go to bed. This was at least we got to just enjoy things. It was pleasant it was pleasant to watch the Eagles this week. Will it continue? Who knows? But for at least this week, I don't have to be sad.
1: That's a great point. Where And, and that's where I think the Lions and the element of Detroit factors in about... This not being a conversation of the season is turned around and oh, my goodness, they're heading to the playoffs and all all these jump to conclusions. But I think and, and something that I really credit us all, all three of us doing here throughout the season is trying to walk that straight, narrow line of keeping things in perspective, a game like this just. Think about it, right? We are on the outside. We're constantly talking about the team, all the negative that surrounds it. You would have to think, if you're Nick Sirianni, Jonathan Gannon, or anybody that played on the field, this was really the best thing that's happened to you since the start of the season, Jess. Including that huge win to set the tone against Atlanta. You look in hindsight, and what's happened since it's been a mess, up and down, inconsistencies. This was as close there. I say I know the shutout. uh, They didn't get the shutout. But this was as close to a perfect game as we've seen really in a long time.
2: Yeah, and it was it was really necessary. its I mean, it was two guys fighting for their jobs, essentially. And <laughs> what they needed to do was they needed to, you know, something that they said they were going to do and that they were trying to pride themselves on going into the season was calling a game and designing a scheme based on the players that they had and the strengths that they had and highlighting the strengths and doing what they could to minimize the weaknesses. Well, we finally saw that today. We've been watching a team that hasn't done that. So it's things like letting your pass rushers go after the quarterback against a terrible offensive line. Oh, my God, imagine that. It worked. And (laughs) same thing, like you've got a good offensive line And some good running backs that like to run the ball and then a quarterback that can make your throws here and there and then can also hurt another team with his legs. Again, I understand it's just the Lions, but they still called the game and executed the game plan that they should have had against a team that's this bad. The Eagles have too much talent to be as bad as they are. And that's why it's frustrating sometimes because they are shooting themselves in the foot and just doing things to hurt themselves. So, Finally seeing a team that executed well, wasn't getting a bunch of bonehead penalties, wasn't making a bunch of stupid mistakes, stupid play yeah. calls, all of that garbage. Exactly like you said, it was the closest thing to to the most perfect game they could have played against a downright terrible opponent.
1: Matchups. It's such a, a week. Look at what's happened here around the league. The Bengals come off a gigantic victory against the Ravens, and it's a letdown. It's easy for a letdown. And what's crazy, and, and I see Michael Wright's comment that, that I want to get to get your thoughts on this as well, because I, I think that the devil is always in the details. But looking at what we saw today from a team like the Philadelphia Eagles, how often is it where for whatever reason, the scripted plays work and then they abort or they just can't get anything going and it just looks awful. They knew that whatever the record was for Detroit, whatever Detroit was, oh, the kneecap biter and Dan Campbell to them playing these tight games and all this other stuff, they couldn't take Detroit lightly. They just, they were in a situation where they could not take Detroit lightly. And I think that helped them out exponentially because think about it. At no point, The one thing that really jumped out, Jess, no letdown, no up 24, nothing, no up 31, nothing. And then we see in the fourth quarter, like games kind of can go where all of a sudden it's 31, 21. And we're like, what we've seen this on the other side where the Eagles take advantage of it.
2: Right. Right, and and again, it, it was just back to playing a complete game from start to finish, and I understand that in the fourth quarter they took Jalen Hurts out, so he didn't get hurt. They took a couple – they took, I think, Lane Johnson came out, Jason Kelsey came out. There were a couple of other guys that came out on both sides, but they still continued to play a complete game from start to finish, and they made sure that all of the I's were dotted, T's were crossed, and everything was handled, so they didn't have any of those issues because that also would have played into the – this team is so bad and you let them claw their way back in because you took your foot off the gas kind of deal. And I think that with a team that is in the situation that the Eagles are in, they can't afford to take their foot off the gas and not complete a full fledged beat down and like ass whooping of a, of a bad team. If it's there, go and take it. I don't care if people look at it and say, Oh, they just ran up the score. Take it do it because it's necessary at this point for everyone involved to try to save their job, keep their job, fight for their job, what have you. It was, it. they needed to do it from start to finish. And I'm just, I'm just glad they did.
1: It, it is. And, and I think as frustrated as we all are with the team at times, as, as fans of the team, even if we're disgusted with Nick Sirianni, just neglecting the run game or Jonathan Gannon running a soft ass defense, that's not, really doing anything for the guys and Fletcher's calling them out. Even if we're all, and we have been pissed off to a level, we're still ultimately rooting for this team. It's not like we right. went out today and thought, well, I'll just lose to Detroit. It's a, If somebody had a bet, that's a different story. But I'm saying like our hearts, we're not yeah. rooting for this team to fail. So I feel like anybody who's been invested in this year, which has been a tough ask, I get it. Today is a day for the people on the field. Today is a day for the coaching staff. But it's also for us to finally get to, yes, enjoy it, but feel good about the people that we've been around with. It's, it's like, you know, I'm not going to say it's like family, but it's like any type of connection with a team where you have issues, you have good moments, but ultimately you just want this thing to succeed.
2: Right, right. You just want every, you just want it all to work out. And, you know, I, I, that's how I look at it. I think that it, there are a lot of people that that don't because there are a lot of people that don't want Nick Sirianni to get a second year at this. There are a lot of people that don't want Jonathan Gannon to be here come 2022. There are a lot of people that don't think Jalen hurts is the guy or want to trade this guy, that guy making too much money, X, Y, Z, not good enough, blah, 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 blah. So I don't know how true that is across the board, but for me, that's how I look at like you, you want, you want the team to succeed. I I don't, (laughs) I don't really I don't really care otherwise. I don't care about a draft pick because I think the guy who's leading the charge there is gonna screw it up anyway so what do I care about a draft pick right now that's dumb that's a dumb logic point to have because the person is gonna screw it up anyway so i'm not I'm never thinking about or worried about the draft or a draft pick ever
1: right and, right and now. I think today yeah today's a great reminder of there there are a lot of things that need to happen before we even get to that draft point and there are unknowns and there are question marks for sure about this team. We still after today have, I think similar questions about the squad. It's just about, it's always been about consistency with this team. It's always been about, Oh man, you look like shit one week and then you look great the other week. How can you kind of marry those together so that if you struggle, you're able to bounce back and that you're not relying on these comebacks. And it was nice. It was honestly nice to see this Eagles team not down 30-7 to or 24-10, whatever the case may be, and getting back because of defenses being soft. They went out and they earned that lead. They got that lead on their own merits, right? There was no soft defenses coming from behind.
2: No, and and exactly what Tony Fuller was just saying here. Can we build from this blueprint? That's what (laughs) we've been hoping to see all year. After the Atlanta game, all we wanted to see was growth in the right direction. And we haven't seen that. They've they've regressed every week. So I'm, I'm still, I'm not going to be super pessimistic, but I'm still going to be hopeful instead that they do take this as a learning experience and they do continue to build from what this kind of game plan was. But that's all we want to see. No, that's, that's all all we want to
1: see. So based off of that, and I was just going to follow up to that point with you, you know, the biggest thing that jumps out, and again, I'm not going to expect 200 plus yards on the ground every single game, but from Tony's point to your response to it, the carryover, I think would be just week to week. You have to be able to build on that rushing blueprint. I think that's what we've kind of been asking and hoping to see succeed, right?
2: Yes. How sick do you think Miles Sanders is sitting at home watching them?
1: Poor guy. But isn't this, to your your question, isn't this like, we see this all the time when, even last year when Carson got benched, right? Whenever the quarterback gets benched or there's this move to go to somebody in the backup capacity, everything gets either reduced, simplified, it just, the game plan kind of gets catered around the backup. And I'm thinking to myself, not to the same cut and paste example here, Jess, but I'm thinking like, they could have implemented that game plan with Miles Sanders beforehand, right? I, I, I hate to sound negative or nitpick following an absolute ass whooping, but you asked the question. So I, I guess my response would be, yeah, I think Miles Sanders right now is probably sick 10 times over, but a lot of that is probably thinking like, dude, what? where was I when all this running was going on?
2: Right. I I I, th- I think that this is what they need to do going forward because I think that especially for... You know, we had another instance today where another situation where someone on the offensive line goes down and Jalen Hurts yep. is all of a sudden with a new offensive line again. And they did a really good job of giving him a lot of protection today. Last week, he got absolutely beat up. He did not this week. But it's again, it's a, it's a guy who has been struggling throughout the season at times. And instead of doing anything that's going to support him and help him improve and get the offense going in the right direction because it starts with him they've been doing the opposite not leaning on the run and you saw what they, they leaned yeah. on the run in the first drive last week they went right down the field and scored then they didn't score again until the fourth quarter because they abandoned it and I know <laughs> miles Sanders got hurt but you know two of the three of those guys you were using today were still sitting right there for you to be able to to be able to do that and they were still helpful with it today so I just think that I I you're absolutely right. And that's unfortunately what happens when there's a backup in there like that. And they sort of dumb everything down to make it a little bit more simple. Um, But it's also like it, we've talked about this every week. It's not rocket science. You're, you're not going to win in this league. If you cannot run the football, Tom Brady is the best quarterback of all time. And do you know how they obliterated the Eagles so easily because they ran the football, and then Tom Brady did Tom Brady things on top of it, but it was all set up with the run. It's so right. simple. And if the best if the if the team with the best quarterback of all time is doing that, there is no reason that the two and five up until today, Philadelphia Eagles should not be using that blueprint.
1: It's a great point. I think that if you could look at the top bar that's raised as high as humanly possible and say, that person can do it right, then why can't we here? By all means, I, I'm with you. And to that point, 46 rushing attempts. Uh-huh. Do you think that we'll even see 40 rushing attempts by the end of the season in another game? And, and who knows? Maybe, maybe we do. But if you were to tell me beforehand, forget the score, forget the game script, forget anything, injuries, anything. lot. The Eagles are going to run the ball 46 times. There's no way that I would believe that.
2: No, ever. But I've no. seen
1: it now. And I'm trying to think like that's part of this blueprint to build on is looking at something like that. And again, it doesn't have to be 46, but 40, 35. The fact that you had Kenneth Gainwell as the third running back with 13 carries and Hertz is still able to lead the team in rushing should be a major siren going off to Sirianni that it's like, hey, man. It doesn't just have hurts can get his on the ground, can still be dangerous. Mm -hmm. Guess what? You can still run other people.
2: Yeah. I I mean, and it it was perfectly set up today because he was so much because they were so tired and beat down so early from the amount of running that the Eagles offense was doing. Jalen hurts was. I mean, there were just two runs in there that come right to mind that he was just torching people left and right. And it opens up the field for him to do that as well, which is also what makes him so dangerous because he is one of the most athletes. He's probably the best athlete on the Eagles roster. Yeah, He's just an, an awesome athlete no matter what. So if you're able to set that up and open things up for him, it, it, that's, that's your recipe to success. Like. I think Nick Sirianni like accidentally fell ass backwards into how to make this team successful and who knows if he'll use it, it to your point. If you would have asked me if they would have <laughs> ran like the that. ball 46 times total by the end of the season, I still yes. might question it. I still might be like, ah, we might get close.
1: Total. Yeah, what's close. Do you think 35? Like I, I think he might've just capped himself right here at 46. Do you think we get, and again, it doesn't have to be a hard number, but I'm with you. Where if somebody said, "Oh, don't worry, you know, three weeks from now you're gonna get 35 carries," I don't even know if I'd believe that no. because this was such about Detroit being up. Like he would have been destroyed if he's throwing the football up 31 nothing, just absolutely destroyed, and rightfully so he because had no choice what, in this game.
2: That's what would have let Detroit get back in the game. The time of possession but... swing from the first quarter through the rest of the game was insane. I don't remember what it was. The numbers escaping me right now. But the 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 time of possession, it's what allowed them to be able to pin their ears back and beat down on Jared Goff so hard because they were so fresh every time because the Eagles were just running the ball and chewing clock the entire time. It was insane. Yeah, it was
1: 35-25, the split. But to your point, the majority of that time came from fall, once they were up. A lot of that 35 that they had came from just grinding this down. Right. And even with big runs, too. Look, I don't know what Jordan Howard's future here is. I don't know what Bart Scott's future here is. I don't even know what to expect from Kenny Gainwell week in and week out. And then we also have to deal with Miles Sanders coming back at some point. But just to you know, cap the run talk here with you, Jess, and we'll get to Rachel, who I know has been busy with tweets and I'm sure the majority positive reaction. Every now and again, you get a little lot. Ah, it's only the Lions, but there is something in front of Nick Sirianni to where it doesn't have to be a game like a flow. But if you could look at the last two weeks, the biggest takeaway for me over the last two weeks is you've got something that works against the Raiders. For whatever reason, you chose to move away from that, and it was a major detriment. And in Detroit, you chose to stick with it. And it was a huge piece as to why you were able to not only pound the Lions, but get out comfortably with a win. At this point, Jess, if this man does not recognize from failure to success two weeks in a row and goes back to having Hurts throw the ball 40 times and only being the guy that runs the ball, I I don't know what else we could do at that point.
2: I I think that, again, I'm not going to sit here and say I want him to lose his job but that is a fireable offense, right there. Like I that, agree. I don't know how anyone ex- exactly what what uh, our friend Tony Fuller saying oh, yeah. right here. If he goes back to not running again, he has to go because he can't learn. And I think that you know I, I don't want to think that Nick Sirianni is that dumb of a human. But and I don't want to like I don't want to always go back to this conspiracy theory about the the rest of the organization constantly being so involved and having such an issue with everything <laughs> and, and dictating about the, you know, the way things go on the field so often. But I like, I, I would find it hard to believe that he would really just be that much of an idiot to totally abandon that again. But I like, if, if you look at Atlanta and you look at the way they won today and then you look at directly the way that they scored last week and then ended up losing because of what happened and how it unfolded, if, if, they, if they get away from this sort of game plan, how do you justify keeping that person around for another year? I do, I, it's, there's, there's nothing that you are doing. You are doing a disservice to your fan base, and you are just creating a lot of angry people that you are relying on to make your money.
1: That's a great point, and, and I think we can apply that to defense as well and look at and, and kind of focus a little bit on the D as well. We'll get some tweets up here from Rachelle, but think about what you just laid out with Nick Sirianni. Jonathan Gannon, the only time they were really playing soft was when they were up, and they were up huge. And, and look, you – I think – not you specifically, Jeff, sorry, but I think people out there, we collectively – Don't want to see a soft defense ever. But look, the reality is that when you're up by 40, it's okay to push back a little bit and just try to let the ball and the clock move so you can get out of there. Point being, though, is that much like I thought Sirianni on the offense, Jonathan Gannon's strategy changed. The players were able to maximize their own ability as far as where they were put on the field. That, I think, is actually easier. To translate, to translate, and z- and I guess transition each and every week to build off of that, like that shouldn't be difficult to do, and to be aggressive and to stay away from a softer defense when things are tight, as opposed to maybe Sirianni, who could be victim of the game script as much as we don't want that.
2: Yeah, and I think that you know there there is gonna there can be a difference when you're facing a team with. You know, uh, a quarterback like Justin Herbert and, you know, a wide receiver like uh, Keenan Allen instead of whoever is a wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. I think that there's a there's a big difference there. Right. And there's a big difference when you've got a guy like Austin Eckler instead of whoever is the running back for the Detroit Lions. There's there's a big difference in thinking about that talent coming in and, you know, following that up with, you know, then they get to play the Jets. Same thing not, you know, more of that Lions caliber kind of team, but then they go play the saints and the saints or the saints come here, I guess. And you know, they, they have a lot of players that, you know, different than the Detroit lions. So I think that part of it is, I do think that Jonathan Gannon is in a little bit over his head because he does. I think he lets the, those factors play into too much to the way that he plans for a game. But in my opinion, that's almost too scared of a way to go into that game. Like you have to go in and you have to trust the talent that your players have, because it's not like they don't have talented players on the roster. They do. And they're veterans that should be able to, to make it work and make things happen. So I, I I under, I, I, I get it in a sense that, that, I can understand where the game plan going into next week, for example, might be a little bit different. However, the way that they played today, again, needs to be the blueprint for how they go forward.
3: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team.
1: I'm curious and Rachel, I'm just I don't know whenever we have these types of games and we haven't had a game like this on the positive by any means, but a lot more on the negative. We have really struggled to try and find that one beam of positivity, if you will, that one small little ray of sunshine. I would imagine that of all the people, including the three of us, mind you, who have been complaining and rightfully so, I'd add. Week in and week out. Hard-pressed to find any negativity on Twitter.
4: You'd be surprised.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jess answered the question for you with her face. I love it.
4: Her face. Like I said, again, a very tough crowd. And we had some treats. Like, we got some treats in today's performance. Still a very, very tough crowd when it comes to these tweets. So, some of the ones that I pointed out, Does it matter? Question mark. And I think it definitely matters. Like this win definitely matters. Yeah, we're it's only another win, right? This isn't the season that we wanted, but this is a step in the right direction. We didn't lose to the winless Lions. So, yes, I think this does matter. Um, I saw Can It continue? I mean, I think building on their performance, I'm not saying we're going to win the next five games, but I think building on this performance and especially when it comes to running the ball, that definitely can, can build. And like you guys said, if it doesn't, that's a red flag right there. Somebody has to go and we all know who that is. I saw um, enjoy the win. I think that's kind of like a consensus Ooh. that we need to do It's still early in the day. This is a yes. much needed win. Hopefully it can be kind of like a, a momentum shift. And yeah, so we should be able to enjoy this one from today. I did see don't care rebuild and I was like, dang, that's kind of harsh. You know, that's kind of like on the negative vibes. We just won the game and it's automatically like next. This isn't the season we want. Um, Do it again. That was kind of like in the middle, like, all right, next we want right. to see. More. Um, And I also saw I had fun. I thought that was positive. Good. I liked that one.
1: Can I just say real, real quick on the one that doesn't matter? Yeah, The only way that holds up for me is if you've applied that same mentality when they've got their ass beat, when it's been brutal. Because if if you're jumping up and down and complaining and throwing stuff at the television when they lose and you get all angry, then at the very least, today should be a day of balance, right? Like today should be cheering and screaming. Again, nobody's talking about the playoffs. Nobody's even talking about this division. We're not even talking about next week. We're just talking about today based on everything we've seen. So that's all. Now, look, if you're a a miserable curmudgeon and you can't enjoy anything and it's all negative all the time. okay, maybe you're in that small percentage group. But for the majority of it, just keep it consistent. That's all I ask. That's
2: what I'm saying. Like life is too short to look for reasons to be angry and be miserable when the Eagles just won 44 to six.
1: Thank you. Thank and you.
4: And some advice. Like, you can find small wins. Like, there's nothing wrong with being present. You know, we're not talking about, like you said, next week. We're not talking about the playoffs. We're talking about right now. The fact that they got a victory is a win. Like, can we just celebrate it? You know, that's a good thing, guys.
2: Can we just be content? We don't even – you don't even have to be happy. You don't even have to be yeah. overjoyed. Just be content. And I could understand if it was like a
4: close, like they lost by yeah. three, I mean, if they won by three points, but this was a good, it was a good complete win. We, we saw won. some major strides, so come on.
2: Yeah. yeah, we saw some good things today. And again, I, I personally don't believe in moral victories at all, but there were just, again, the season has never been about wins and losses. It's, It's supposed to be about promise for the future, about growth, and we have not seen any of that. Mm-hmm. which is almost what made the whole flower fertilizer thing so annoying because there has been zero growth. There's been none, none whatsoever, like none at all, which yeah, is yeah. what made it so irritating. Yes. But that that's, that's what this season was supposed to be about, seeing what we have, seeing what we can do, and where do we need to move things around to improve. And we've seen none of that. So if nothing else, they got the win in an excellent fashion just be content yep. with what happened this week so we don't have to scream and yell about it until next Sunday. We'll see what happens. Exactly. Are you, you to-
1: telling me that Sirianni is going to come in now this week with overalls, <laughs> one of those straw hats and the yep. old flower water What are you, watering can? I don't even yep. know the proper yep. term for that. Yep. He's been fully in- emboldened now with this shit. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's in.
2: really, honestly, there was part of me that was like, I really just, this needs to not, that right. if, if they lose, at least we get to get rid of the whole flower thing. Yes. But, yeah. but <laughs> no, great. we're stuck with it now. Yeah,
1: we are. We are. <laughs> is there, what bad. did you find? And, and I know some of it is kind of like brushing aside. The victory today, mm-hmm. but I'm curious and it's not going to be from us. And maybe there is somebody on the chat who's watching and feel free to hit that thumbs up button and make sure you're subscribed here to the channel. You can leave us comments. Even if you're watching post show, we always go back, try to figure out the climate and feel of what's happening here week to week. But what would be the issue? What would be the problem that you, not Rachelle nor Jess, but you out there who did hit us up with a negative tweet or is sitting there stewing away, did they hurt their chances for a top draft pick? Okay. I'll concede and meet you halfway that ultimately you could find some small little area, but that's not what we've been talking about week to week. We've been talking about what's there on the field. We've had games where they've won and we've been able to nitpick or even find issues that weren't consistent. I don't know. Like, honestly, I don't know what would be that negative person's problem today with the game and game flow and game script. Because I don't know what it would be, honestly.
4: Mm, of course, we have the Hertz can't throw. That's gonna yeah. be Yeah.
1: And I was waiting for that, right? The the box score is going to say, well, he didn't throw. He can't throw. And at the same time, this goes back to, and it's going to be a popular term, I think, today and all week, this goes back to the game script. No, Jalen Hurts was not asked to make big throws today, and that's a good thing when your team's up by 40 freaking points. Yeah. Like, is it okay if I say that I don't give a shit that Jalen Hurts didn't like throw the ball for 40 times at three fifty because they won so emphatically like that. That's nitpicking to me. Right. Yeah.
2: I I totally agree. I think it's, it's people looking for reasons to be miserable. Like uh, he didn't do anything tremendous. He didn't do anything poorly, but he did just enough to make sure they won the game and didn't lose them the game. Like, yep.
4: Yes. We already talked about how it was complete. And so it wasn't all about Jalen Hurts today. And that's not a bad thing. You know, we got to see them running the ball. You know, shout out to Boston Scott. We saw Jordan Howard, Darius Slay. So it wasn't, it wasn't, the sole focus was not Hurts. Like it was a complete win. So, okay. There were
2: a lot of guys that made plays and that's how it should be. We shouldn't have to rely on a quarterback being the hero when everything else is going to hell in a handbasket. We're used to that now after the last four years of life, that was all that we could hang our hats on because that's what we (laughs) needed someone to do because the rest of the team was such hot garbage. But now if everyone is playing up to their full ability, we don't need hero ball. No, We need everyone to do their job to win a football game, players, coaches, everyone involved. Yep. It can be done. We
1: just haven't seen it until today. It's there. It's, it's, it's in this team's DNA. Right. I, I don't care if it's if it's a parent, if it's a relationship, if it's at work, if you've seen it done right, then you still have faith. It's like, OK, I remember that one day where you got my birthday right. Or I remember that one day where I got that raise, whatever it is. Right. Like I remember that there's something in you where this thing could work. So, yeah, I, I think if anything, this was this was that moment where. You know, you're watching a bad movie and you're thinking about leaving or you're watching t- and they just bring you back in. It's like, oh, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. Hold on a sec. Because I think if they lost today, yes, we would be disgusted. We would be totally despondent. But at the same time, there would be, dare I say, because it's so rare in this city, a sense of apathy that would be creeping in. Like, wh- what more do you want from me? I'm here following you guys each and every week and you can't even beat the Lions. Mm-hmm. So I think that the opposite is now starting to creep in where it's like, whoa, whoa hold on a second. You went out and beat the Lions that bad. I'm, I'm interested now. Let me see what you got next week and the week after.
2: Yeah. They have too much talent on this team to be as bad as they are. I really, truly believe yeah. that. And, and they showed that today. That, th- that they do have talent and that it can be useful.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you see anything like beyond that doesn't matter? Was there anything like super negative? And I hate to to mm-hmm. highlight on that because I think we had a lot more positive, clearly and rightfully so. Uh, Slay and Maddox, yes, Tony, great call.
4: Yeah,
1: we thought this might be the big V revenge game. It was the big play Slay revenge game. It was. <laughs> um,
4: somebody <laughs> said I fell asleep, and I'm like, out of all games, this is the game you fell asleep on. But okay, I almost fell asleep last week.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think either way. No, look, it, if you fell asleep in the fourth quarter before the lions get their touchdown. Uh, okay. You know, yeah. no, I'm not going to kill you for it, but if you fell asleep after it's seven, nothing, then what, what's wrong with you?
4: <laughs> okay. Well, I, if we're talking about compared to like all of the previous games, this is the most positive. I haven't seen anything like, Oh, calling them garbage. I haven't seen any yeah. fire anybody tweets yet. So I guess this is the most positive we've seen for the most part.
2: People aren't hugely like. Usually, it's really funny. the The difference in what we see right now compared to you, like sometimes it gets that I I click on the tweet and there's like 200 responses after get they get their asses kicked yeah. by the Las Vegas Raiders. And today it's like 30 of like, Meh, fine, yeah. like yeah. fine, they won, I <laughs> guess. Like, yes, <laughs> people are so yeah. much more, so much more ready to just like. Fire off those angry, like yes. f this person, f that person, fire this person, get this person out of here. So so quick to hit the trigger on those, and and <laughs> no no one has much much good things to say today.
1: Yeah, I'll take no. it. This
2: is positive for us. It is.
1: It is, yeah. And, yeah. and look, MK on the chat. Not even any bad penalties. No, it felt like true. we were looking into what's the opposite of a crystal ball, like into the future. It felt like we were looking into the past this season. Okay. And I'm thinking to myself, did, did our team, did we all, as like fans of this team, did we watch a team that looked that bad when it came to just penalty after penalty after penalty? Didn't it feel like we were watching the old, like early season Eagles? Every single play I was waiting for the Lions to get penalized. Yeah.
2: Every time they did something positive, it got wiped yes. away by a penalty. Yeah.
1: Yes. And that is I what it, it felt
2: like for yep. the, the first half of the season.
1: And let me just clarify that David G. No, I'm not wearing a lion's coach's golf shirt. I had my Eagle sh- hat. I can't wear anything green. You all right. So don't blame it. me. It just happens to be that this seems to be the best solid color here. I didn't even realize that it was lions. So no, I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs>
4: Shout out to the people in the comments. You guys are crushing it today.
1: We appreciate yeah. it. I
2: Absolutely. haven't seen any comments here though, about, I did see someone the tweet. We, it has to be touched on. Gardner Minshew's sleeves. We have to talk about it. We have to talk about it. They're worse than Sam Bradford's sleeves. I've never seen anything like that, and they were horrific. Oh my you god. Know, I never want to hear anything else about benching Jalen Hurts for Gardner Minshew ever again, just based on the sleeves that he showed up on the field wearing. That's good.
1: Ever. I think you're right. It's it felt like the sleeves were the were the version of like the cutoff jeans, right? <laughs> yes. You know, you're it's correct. like he applied the cutoff gene mentality to the cutoff sleeves. And you're right, this is horrendous. It makes Sammy, I could tolerate Sammy's sleeves after seeing this.
2: He just looked like a dork. Yeah. <laughs> but like Gardner whose sleeves are really bad. Yeah. They upset me in ways I can't one point. even explain.
1: Oh my <laughs> goodness. You're right. We definitely could not have got out of here without bringing that up. It had to be nothing.
2: About right. Also, the Dolphins lost, today, and the Colts just lost in overtime. So
1: unbelievable. Yep. What Carson did. Wentz with a pick, stick, and they still got it back to overtime, and they managed to to lose that game. Unbelievable. But yeah, things are looking good by all means for where we are with the draft. Anything on the way? We've got the Chargers coming up. I, I think honestly, at this point, <laughs> don't even bring. Are you okay if we don't even bring the Chargers up to ruin this yes. day? Yeah. No, no. Just no, end no. on a good note. all right i love it i love it we really appreciate you all hanging with us make sure you hit that thumbs up button thank you so much for the comments as well we'll be back next week following the eagles chargers game thanks to rachel thanks to jess thank you all out there we appreciate it go birds we'll see you next week